Hey guys, welcome back to Catch My Drift. I'm your host, Aspen. Um, we're finally back with another episode. Um, I apologize for the last like two weeks. Last week was, I got my wisdom teeth out um, a couple, I think it was like last Monday and I have been in like literally worlds of pain because I think four days be- prior to that, um, they all started coming in at the exact same time. So that's why I posted that I'm, which I was actually getting sick at the same time. So I was really having a rough go for a minute. Um, it was a really bad situation because I almost couldn't get my wisdom teeth out for like literally a month and they were all coming in and they're like, yeah, you can't get them out. Like, bitch, no, <laughs> no, I have not eaten. I have not slept. Like, absolutely not. So I got them out on Monday and then uh, I think I got dry socket in one or two of my teeth. So I'm just now getting to where I can like talk and eat again. It's, I'm still hurting, but it's much better. Oh, if you couldn't hear, we're back outside again. Um, and we're back with Miss Madeira. Hi. <laughs> I know she was a little, like, she literally started in the last episode, but you know what? I just, it kind of worked out because the thing that I kind of want to talk about, she was just talking about, like, we should do an episode about it. And I was like, that is so true. Um, and that's kind of just doing things for, like, the plot and being, like, an unconventional person and, like, how that just kind of affects our lives, kind of. So, yes, because I feel like it just applies to both of us. So yeah. Much. She posted something on her Snapchat story the other day. What was it? I don't know, because I'd be posting a lot of stuff. It was, like, the do it for the plot. Like, I don't I don't know. Um, well, now I, like, I'm saying this, and I don't even know what it well, was. Well, it might have been, because uh, I was in San Francisco, which was entirely for the plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Bro, she literally got invited to this, like, poetry, uh, to, like, read one of her poems, because this bitch can write poems. Um, and she got invited to go to San Francisco to do one of them, and she was, like, almost... You, you were talking about not doing it, right? Yeah, I almost didn't go because it's just not, it wasn't the most convenient financially or time-wise. But then I just, I said, fuck it. I'm going to go. Um, it was my first time traveling alone ever, like on a plane. I was freaking out, like, what am I doing? Uh, but it was fun. But no, I think what you might be talking about was I went to this beach and I posted, like, you know, a picture of me on, like, on near the golden gate bridge i was like oh this beach is so pretty didn't realize it was a nudist beach yeah is that what you were talking about no but that was so funny and then she literally wait actually i think i saved it she she goes update and like okay she was like on a nudist beach it is like full ass sweatshirt right and then she sends me update and (laughs) bitch was like naked and i was like bro i i love you like (laughs) <laughs> Bro, there was so much happening in her San Francisco trip, and I was so I'm so glad you did it because I was Me like, too. I don't know, like opportunities like that, they don't just like happen. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? And I I don't know, I, I, everything's for the plot, you know? Yes, it's prime traveling unhinged age. Yeah, exactly. Know? Exactly. We're okay. In our early twenties. I pulled it up so that way I didn't look oh, completely that. crazy. But it was trying to fight. The, this is what her like thing said. It said trying to fight the single friend stereotype. But every time we talk, I have a new wild story with new characters, and I'm. Uh, I am their in real life reality TV show. And then she sent it to me. She goes, this is the both of us. And I was like, that is literally exactly what I was thinking when you posted it. Like, I was like, I feel like we always, we always just have like weird ass stories. And like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes they, they give us some like, um, unwanted character development, (laughs) but at the same time, it's character development nonetheless. And it is for the plot. Like, I feel like I never take anything. Like sometimes I'm like, was it really needed? No. But is there a good story? Yes, and I think sometimes, like, I keep, I don't know, maybe that's, like, a terrible way of thinking. I don't, actually, I don't think it's terrible. No. Okay. I'm also delusional, but. <laughs> okay, me too. So, this is the blind leading the blind. However, I will say, when, so I'm, like, 
really into being a writer lately. Like, that's my thing. It's my, like, special interest of the moment. And, like, I kind of decided, like, I want to live my life as if I am the main character of, like, a really interesting, like, story or book that I'm reading. And so I need to make decisions as if I am the main character of a really interesting story. And it's, like... That's crazy. Because, like, like, that's what... So last year when I, like... I started thinking that way because I was, like... I don't know. Like, everyone's, like, oh, you're the main character. But then I was, like, okay. For me, it was... And not watching a movie. It was, like, okay. Imagine I'm reading a book. And I'm, like what would I want the character to do? And I was like, and it, that was like so eye-opening for me and it seems so stupid and so little, but it really does change your th- like line of thinking. It's like, would I be okay if the main character did that? And like, is that the decision I would have wanted her to make? The answer is yes. And why am I not fucking doing it? Cause like, yeah, like my thing is, is we only live well that we know of. And like with this full consciousness one time, right? Like, I don't know. Reincarnation might be a thing, whatever. I don't know what you guys believe, but like, Regardless, in this timeline, like, you've got this life. And it's like, why am I going to pick personal? And I do think there's a difference. There's conventional people and unconventional people. There's nothing wrong with sticking to your conventional way of thinking. But for people who are not conventional and are choosing conventional things, like, it is just not correct. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like It's a prison. Yeah. And then it's just, like, you get so unmotivated. You get so depressed because you feel like you're, like, stuck in this, like, you know, matrix, matrix of life. And like, you keep going through the motions, but you're like, none of this is fueling me. None of it's making me happy. And like, you don't feel like the main character. And it's like, I I don't know. I feel like it's really important to like, remember that it's like, this is your life. And it's like, are you okay with the decision you make? And if the answer is yes, then literally who gives a fuck what anyone else has to say? Like genuinely. Like if I were to pick up a book about someone's life and all they're doing is just sitting at home rotting and doing homework which is what i or you know going to work living the same day every single day day in and day out i'm gonna put that book down like i'm not gonna be interested in in that um i don't want to read that that's not gonna hold my attention yeah and i want to live my life not in that book i want to live my life in a you know i want to spice it up and do interesting things go on adventures and um i'm finally i think i'm finally ready to do that and be spontaneous yeah and i think but i think there's a good like there's a good distinction because what you might consider unconventional might not be the same for someone else because like some people like maybe that is their day-to-day life but you know something that's unconventional for them is going out on a Tuesday night and getting really plastered and for a while I think I was falling into that and I was like oh my god partying is like the way to you know be unconventional because I was trying to stay within the conventional realms and for me I realized I'm like I really don't fucking care to go party like don't get me wrong it's fun don't like I do enjoy it but that's not that's not my time of like fun that's like a oh I haven't gone out in a while let me go do that but like I don't know some people find it like really really cool to go out every single weekend and like all this and I personally don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with it and if like you're that kind of person like I'm all for it but like that's just not how I perceive it you know what I'm saying yeah I've like I finally had my party phase Finally, at the ripe age of 22, <laughs> like the summer of 2022, so not this past summer, but the summer before that, where I was going out like every day. It was honestly so bad. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wasn't probably healthy, but it was like, I'm glad I did it because I got that phase out of the way. Um, but after, by the end of the summer, by the end of my designated party girl summer, I was like, damn, I'm done with this. Like it gets so old so fast. I'm just shocked that I even maintained it for that long yeah um it's just not it's not very stimulating and not very exciting because you just get 
you get plastered and then what? Like you just sit there and say stupid things and think nothing. <laughs> and literally like, fine. Like it's it's fun for sure. If you ha- if it's the right crowd of people, like it's fun, but Yeah. Um no, I like there's definitely more to life than that for me. Yeah, for me it's like I want to have the experiences where it's like I we could have alcohol, but we don't need it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I feel like I've always been that person and like okay, I totally said that going into college, like my parents were like don't drink and I was like or like be really safe if you do okay that is the same truck with the same three truck guys that are staring at us driving by I just want to point that out seriously (laughs) this is how unobservant I I made eye contact I was like what are you looking at like stop it we're filming right now I know we've made so much eye contact we always sit outside this one cafe we were gonna film inside today that way it wasn't like a nature demo because we literally just did that but I was like, we need to because it was so loud inside and there were so many people. So. people. so now we're baking in the sun. <laughs> yeah. Anything for you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Anyways. Fuck. What were we talking about? Um, the party phase? Yes. Okay. Well, anyways, I just, I don't know. I think it's fun. But like I, oh, I was telling my parents that like, I was like, I don't need alcohol. And I really, I don't think I do. The thing is, is I can engage in a lot of out of pocket, like out of pocket shit. And I don't need alcohol for it. Like, the person I am, I'm just going to fucking do it. And mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't need alcohol to help me with that situation. And, like, I don't know. I feel like if you surround yourself with the right people, you don't need alcohol. But I'm not saying yes. that you can't get alcohol. But, yeah, like, I feel like with Madeira, I'm like, bro, we could be doing the most random shit and have so much fun, completely sober. But, like, yes. there's some people I'm like, shit, bro, like... <laughs> I might need a few shots before I go do this. Yes, like, the people that I would party with a lot, like, they were fun and stuff, but I don't know that I... It's not... Like, when we... If we were both... or If we were all sober, sitting in a circle, would we be having interesting, stimulating conversations? Probably not. We had fun because the things we had in common were, like, drinking and being stupid. Yeah. And um, I just feel like I want friendships that are more substantial than that. Like, we, I feel like, could be stone-cold sober and still having the most fun mm-hmm. out of anyone, even in, like, a bar setting. Yeah. Because, like, we just laugh and giggle and have interesting conversations. We're just silly, goofy, quirky like that, we you know? We are. We're <laughs> silly, goofy, quirky. And, like, I think it's really important to have friendships like that instead of people that like all you really do is drink together yeah because that's not interesting after and, a while yeah and i'm like okay and this is another thing i'm like i'm really not putting anyone down for anything that's just like this is my way of thinking so like if that is your line of fun i'm not judging you for it and like i you know i support you i mean make smart decisions hopefully but like <laughs> I, you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna judge you if that's all you do is drink or if you just sit at home and watch tv because some people that's all they want to do and i don't judge you for it because I, I have yeah, those exactly. days but i do think it's important you surround yourself with people that like i don't know you really need to think about like what you want out of life and surround yourself with people who are gonna want that like if you want to sit on a couch and have a couch potato day well maybe don't invite your friend that like hates sitting on a couch all day because they're gonna like ruin the vibe you know what i'm saying like they're gonna be like no let's go do this and you're like bitch no i want to gorge myself on taco bell i want to watch the vampire diaries and i want to do nothing else besides that you know what i'm saying and like i have those days so same well i feel like i'm an interesting character because i've kind of been all over the map because like in 2020 especially around covid like i did not leave the house partially because of covid stuff but partially because there was not shit to do in my in my hometown i was stuck there like i really was like i was the person sitting on the couch and doing nothing for like months and months which i think that was probably more depression related (laughs) (laughs) like that was that's what i wanted to do and but then i've also been the person like summer 22 like i mentioned um 
I was out partying, like, wasted off my ass for, like, three months straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm not in a position to judge the, the couch person. I'm not in a position to judge the party person because I have been and done all of that. Yeah. And bought the t-shirt. So, like... <laughs> bought the t-shirt. Got the merch for it. <laughs> been there, done that, wrote a damn poem about it. Um, <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah, I'm not... I'm certainly not going to judge other people's yeah. stuff. But I'm at a point in my life where, like, neither of those things is going to make me happy. Yeah. Um, I got to go find that happiness, you know, elsewhere, doing... Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. On a no. nudist beach in San Francisco. Like, whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever for the plot. You know what I'm <laughs> for saying? The plot. So, this is actually funny. So, one of my countless, you know, restless nights of um, being in pain from <laughs> my wisdom teeth. This was the other night. I, like, bro, I was not. Oh, okay. Actually, I need to go on a little tangent for just a second about the whole wisdom teeth situation. Guys, I literally broke my pelvic bone and I was in less pain than I was when I pulled out my fucking wisdom teeth. Okay. I don't know. They were all like impacted and I don't know if that had like, a, I don't know if that goes into it and also the dry socket, but they gave me like hydrocodon, codons? I don't know. The hydros, whatever. Bro, I was taking those. I was taking like 3,200 milligrams of fucking ibuprofen every day. It was not helping the pain. And so I wasn't sleeping. Um, I couldn't, I literally lost 10 pounds because I wasn't eating. Um, I told, okay, so her, her roommate also works with us. And I was telling her about it. She's like, I don't know whether to say congrats or not because that's <laughs> not the next way. And I was like, that's, so that's literally exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I mean, I guess I can take a win as a win, but also not great because it's not like I'm going to start eating again. My body's going to be like, oh my God. Okay, she's finally eating. Let's pack it on before she starts starving herself again. Um, anyways, I just want to say, like, I was not sleeping, not eating, and I, like, looked it up. I was like, why are these pain nets not working? And it was like, well, if you're not sleeping and you're not eating, I'm like, bitch, <laughs> all of the above, and it's <laughs> because they're not working. Bro, so I have never taken so much pain medicine in my life for two weeks straight. Like, dude, I didn't even know it was that bad. It was bad. <laughs> I was not sleep. I was not sleeping. I would literally, like, I. Oh my God. I literally, I went, I went to work the other day, um, because there was just, I, I felt really bad because I technically had a doctor's note to not come in, but like they didn't have anyone. And I was just like, I'm just not the person to like completely be like, fuck you guys. Like yeah. usually they can find someone, but I had picked up a girl's shift. I told her that I, I, I wasn't really comfortable with, she was like, please. And I was like, okay, like hopefully it's good by then. It was not good by then. So I did the morning shift and I, <laughs> I was literally sobbing in a corner because it was, I was in so much pain and I was like, I'm too busy. Like I have to get my shit together. So I literally went up to a table sobbing and I was like, just ignore me. I'm going to get your guys' order. And I, and I was good by the end of it, by the end of the, by the time I finished their order, they had, uh, like I had stopped crying, but it was, it was not good. So anyways, oh I, this was, God. yeah, it was, it was a really <laughs> bad sweet. <laughs> there really was. Um, but so the other night I was having one of those episodes and I went, cause it was often that I would like get like two hours of sleep and then wake up and be up for a few hours. Well, while I was doing one of these, um, I got on TikTok and this girl was like, we all have that one friend that you feel like constantly has a new job, constantly like never seems like she's fulfilled in life and okay they listed like so many things but I was like every time she talked I was like I don't think I've ever heard something more relatable in my fucking life before and I was like I need to stalk this bitch's account so I went through everything and I got on I think it's called human design there's it's hold on let me let me find it before I like keep talking yeah human design so I don't know if you guys have heard of this and I'm not going to lie. I might, I think I'm going to do an episode later, like more going into depth or I never will because I'm lazy and I don't know if I'll do the research, but I did minor research anyways that night. And 
so what she was talking about is there's like how many different how many wow she probably have done this before how many different <laughs> human design i think there's five i've never heard of this either are there um yeah i'm actually telling her like for the first time right now there, yeah there's five different so there's a human design chart and there's five different people in this <clears throat> chart so there's generators manifesting generators manifestors projectors and reflectors i specifically am a manifesting generator listen to this shit y'all like and i think that this is like you need to learn what you are because this is going to help you so much in life because like i knew a lot of a lot of things about myself i don't know it's almost like a validation thing too because i was like wow this is like and i'm people all have like their own like little like niche things like that they follow and so maybe this is just another one but like I've never had something explain me more to a T than this. Um, so it's like, there. it's a type of energy in human design. Mo- manifesting generators, they're multi-passionate individuals with lots of energy and interest. I make up about 34% of people um, and they're here to inspire and create using their energy. So basically we're like, I'm trying to find like a good explanation. Like, that sounds oh. right, though. That describes you pretty well. Yeah, so what she was talking about... This was the other night, and I was kind of, like, delirious as this was happening. So I'm trying to, like, recall as much as I can. Um, but basically, they're, like... She was literally, like... They're, they're very magnetic people, which... How many times have I been saying that? that I'm I've ma- been saying... I said that about you, like, when I first met you. Yeah, like, I'm a magnetic person, and I polarize the shit out of people. And that's, like, what they were talking about. Like, you either love them or you hate them. Like, there's really no in-between. And which has become a problem because, like I said, I can get, like, really toxic people in that. But, like, they're very magnetic. Um, they're very unconventional. Um, they constantly constantly need, like, change and stimulation. Um, and I was just like, oh, my God. And so I was like, all of this is, like, making sense. Because, like, people just thought I had issues, like, connecting, like, with one thing. But it's, like, that's just how – she also – oh, my God. Okay, another thing I've been saying. Sorry, I'm, like I, – <laughs> things are coming back to me. But she was, like – they're often described as, like, jack of all trades, but master of none. And this is the manifesting generator? Yeah. Okay, I just looked mine up, and that's what mine is, too. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I yeah, okay. I knew you were going to be one, which is why I was like, I want to talk about this. Okay. Um, so, anyways, but I have also said that. Like, I was like, I feel like I'm, like, a jack of all trades, master of none. But the rest of that saying is, but sometimes a best... Sometimes better than a master of one. And I fully agree with that. And I think there's no, we need those master of ones. But mm-hmm. we also need people who are jack of all trades. Like, because she was talking about it. She was like, you know, people who are like ballerinas and then they did construction work and then now they're like waiting tables and like all this shit. And I'm like, literally me. Like, I, <laughs> I have done, like, I have been, I've coached gymnastics. I have coached like tumbling and cheer. I've worked at Sonic for, hey girl. Oh God. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear me. Uh, but I've, um, I've worked at Sonic for five years. I've worked at a country club. I've built fences. I'm about to work at Jiffy Lube. I served <laughs> tables. Built fences is crazy. She's 20, by the way. <laughs> All of this before the age of 21. <laughs> I And I'm just like, and I, I, like, there's a lot more random shit that I've done in there. And I was like, she, she was talking about it. And I was like, that is so me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and I'm not trying to be like, oh my God, I'm just so quirky and different. But like, there's people out there like that. And yeah. they just get shit on because they like, you're not seeing like, you know, people who are like, oh, you just can't stick with one job. It's like, no, it just satisfied my need for long enough that I want to move on. Yeah. Like, I just want a little taste of something and I want to get mediocre at it. And then I want to move on. And like, I think there's nothing wrong with that. So like learning, I, bro, I was going into like, how do they need to be loved? How like, 
And I was like, this is like, this is so fucking true. So now it's given me validation that I'm like, okay, like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And they were like, the other big thing about manifesting generators is like, they perform their best when they're not letting society like hold them back. Like, because they do unconventional things and that's what it like inspires other people. Like our purpose is to like pave the way a little bit and like be like, I'm doing this because this is what I want to do. And I'm so unapologetic about it and like that is that's literally our purpose and I'm like and sometimes like I've noticed any time that I do something from my own accord like literally dropping out of college like we were talking about this like that was something that like if I would have stayed in college that's because societal standards told me to do that and like I dropped out and did I get a lot of shit from it yes but I did it because I'm doing what's best for me you know what I'm saying and like that's opened the eyes of like a lot of other people that I've talked to and everything and they're like not that I'm like not all of them are like okay I'm gonna drop out of college but they're like but it made me like rethink a lot of other things and I'm like that's literally my point like that is that is like my purpose I feel like I'm like I'm I'm put here to do shit that makes me really uncomfortable but like satisfies me at the same time but it's to make other people like think you know yes and honestly when you told me you were dropping out of college like I feel like you said it, you said it so hesitantly, you know, as if you were kind of, like, embarrassed or, you know, you were yeah. definitely unsure of that decision or whatever. And I think what I said in response to that was, because I, I dropped out of college when I was 19 or 20 as well, which I'm back now um, because my life path kind of veered me back towards college. It, you know, yeah. didn't have to. It could have done, I could have done something else, but that's kind of, that's where I'm at now. But I will say, for me, dropping out of college was the smartest thing I think I've ever done with myself. Yeah. And people don't understand that. And they don't, like, Because you can come back. Yes. you literally, that's, and I've been telling that because, like, everyone came at me and they're like, oh my god, like, if you don't have a degree, like, where are you going to go? Some people understand that today's, like, in today's world, you don't always need a degree. Um, And, like, (laughs) I'm like, if you guys even know me, like, a little bit you know that I'll I'll fucking find a way I always do like I'll be fine but the crazy part is I'm like this could have just been a semester thing I could just take off this semester and come back or I could just never come back but the thing is is like it doesn't matter I can come back in three years two years one never like whatever your timeline is whatever your plot needs exactly like the thing is is like you it's crazy to think that seven billion people should be on the same like life path that doesn't make any sense to me and the fact that people are trying to get themselves like they're like okay well I need to go to college and then I need to get married by this certain time and I need to have kids by this certain time like think about that like does that not blow your mind that you think that you were stuck to this one life path that everyone else is like why would that work for every single person yeah not only why would it work is that one of the guys from earlier um no that's a different way okay he was was definitely going the other way though earlier why do people keep doing this i don't know (laughs) we're just so interesting guys (laughs) we're like baking in the sun they're like oh my god girls bro truck guys i feel love me and i don't (laughs) like i don't understand uh it's just i you have one of those energies i feel like they'd be like why was a truck girl for a while oh yeah i i could i could see it man what's it called manifest Manifesting generator. Yeah, like we like. I feel like both of us relate to that. We've both had like the most obscure, random seasons in our lives, and hobbies, 
and phases and shit. Like, bro, I was a truck girl for a while. Like, what is that? And yeah, like, I'm in my car girl era. Yeah. And I'm, oh, my God. Yeah, Miss Mechanic over here out of nowhere. Like, bro, I just know. do stuff like that. You got to try things out and do whatever it takes to live an interesting life. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I just, like, my thing is, like, I want you to, like, think about it. Like, I want you to be, like, you know, not that there's anything wrong with living the conventional lifestyle, but... Why is it like? Why is that our conventional? Who chose that? And that that would be society. Because the thing is, is if you get everyone on the same life path, it's so much easier to manipulate them and control them and be like, oh my god, we have to, like, we have to get have money and all this shit. Like, no, we really don't. Okay, that's another thing. I'm so set on like, bro, we could literally do trade. Like, here's the thing. Like, make more money. Yeah. (laughs) Like Jesus Christ. I'm like, okay, like if. I really wanted... Okay, I was literally thinking this the other day because I really want someone to do my, like, hair extensions because, holy shit, bro, those are $600 just to get the hair and then to upkeep them for one year, it's $600. So that's $1,200 total. That's $100 a month for fucking hair. And I'm like, okay, I have... Okay, I have a medical, like, uh, disorder. It's trichotillomania, and I don't know if you know what that is, but I pull out my hair. It has been so long since I've had, like, a full head of hair, and it makes me so mad. And I was like, I really just want extensions. Not for fucking $1,200, but you know what I could have done? Like, I could be like, hey, I will, you know, like, do something on your car if you do my hair, or I'll build your fence. Like, all these things that I've, like, learned how to do, or, like, hey, I'll, like, babysit your kids, or I'll coach them, like, for something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've even umpired. Like, I will go... (laughs) No, you have not. <laughs> yeah, I'm fired. So we, we have been around. We've, we've done a, a lot of things. But I'm just like, there's so many things that I could offer you that I know how to do, at least adequately enough, that, like, you could do my hair. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, why is that not more, like, that's not more of a thing? Honestly, I feel like that would be the ideal society where it's a setup like that where people, you know, in, in a really, um, in a really close-knit community. Yeah. Um where people do stuff for each other and it's more of a trade-off rather than just paying for everything like i think that sometimes like okay i think that money might like still be nice and be in play like okay but back when like it was like all silver and gold back that's also a different story because like you know we didn't have like national fucking debt and stuff but like being like hey i literally have nothing to offer you right now maybe i'm like death's door but i really need your like service right now okay babe like five dollars you know because inflation doesn't fucking exist at this point because we don't need that i just really need your service and this is what i can offer you because i have nothing else to offer you i get that as like a last resort this is why i'm like i'm bro i've been talking about like getting on an island and like (laughs) running my own like society that's that's called a commune (laughs) are we starting our own commune is that what this is so um it's gonna be an Aston and Madeira commune. Um, Hit us up to join our commune. Yeah, it's. Um, I we're gonna. So we need to like collect some fees, and since islands are a little expensive, it there is gonna be a little bit of an entrance fee. Um, nothing too big. But like we'll have so much fun. Yeah, it's it'll be thing. it'll be worth it. it. For the plot, do it for the for plot. For the plot, actually. But we are gonna need a resume of everything that you can offer. Um, and you know, maybe if you, because even if you just offer a good sleepover service, like. Girl, we need that. We do need that. Oh my god! <laughs> like you know, you don't even know how to properly relax sometimes. If you know how to properly relax, like fill us in. You know what I'm saying? 
Anyways, okay, this really got off topic. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, I don't know, but this truck is still here. It's I like, know, it's just sitting here, just loitering in our space right now. I hope you guys really enjoy the white noise. I'm gonna <laughs> feel really, I'm gonna, like, I will listen to this one later, and I'm gonna be like, ASMR, oh. giant truck, writer, <laughs> uh, .com. That's what it is. Can we sue? We should. <laughs> this is our bench table. <laughs> you are not paying to be here <laughs> for um. the background noise. But anyways, um, yes, get us back into a Yeah, to rein us back in a little bit, <laughs> we also wanted to talk about following your passions, even if it doesn't make a whole lot of sense in the moment or make a whole lot of sense in the context of your life or to the people around you. Yeah. You know, there's a hair in my mouth. Okay, anyway. Because, um, <laughs> like, I think it's really important to pursue relentlessly whatever you are passionate about in that moment, even if you're not going to be passionate about it in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, just to do what brings you joy and that's kind of like I've been thinking about that a lot lately because that's what brought me to San Francisco in the first place because um, as aforementioned like I am really into poetry lately like I am a poetry ass bitch <sighs> alright like that is my thing right now and that's never gonna put food on the table that's never gonna pay my bills like that's not a sustainable like thing to do but it brings me so much joy that I think that I'm going to, um, once I graduate college, you know, sort some things out. Like, wherever I go, I'm going to let that passion lead me. Yeah. And I feel like there are certain people that if I told that to them, they'd be like, okay, well, that's a stupid idea because that's not going to be, um, that's not going to be fruitful to you. That's not going to bring you any, um, I guess, positive, I guess, results. Mm-hmm. But it will because it's going to bring me joy and fulfillment. And that's, and like, that's what people miss out on a lot. Because, like, every time I tell someone something, like, oh, I'm going to do this. They're like, okay, well, how are you realistically going to, like, support yourself? How are you, like, van life? That's, like, something I've wanted to do for so long. They're like, well, you're not going to have to save. Okay, A, online jobs exist. So, regardless, I have that. But, like, here's the thing. If I'm passionate about it, I'll fucking figure it out. Like, and I hate that people, they let their, like their own opinions like bring you down and like yes. my thing is I'm like don't let that happen like genuinely just and I know that's easier said than done because like I'm still I'm still chronic for that like my parents were like oh that's a stupid idea that hurts my heart a little bit but here's the thing I can respect that that's their opinion and that doesn't have to be true for me does it still hurt yeah but at the same time I'm still gonna do what I want to do and I'm not saying that's like my parents are always like, oh, well, that's a really stupid idea. But, like, I have a lot of people in my life who just don't, they don't understand. They're like, okay, I get that it makes you happy, but, like, where's, like, that's not practical. And it's like, it doesn't always need to be practical. Exactly. And, like, not to take it this direction, but I do feel like living in a capitalist society puts so much, um, so much emphasis on, like, your productivity. Mm-hmm. And not everything is about making money. Yeah. And productivity and capital gain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. some things, you know, certain things that I'm passionate about are never going to make me money. But that's just, there's more to life than that. Yeah. And I feel like, and this is coming from a workaholic. Yeah. I am, I really do, I really would call myself that. I don't say that lightly. Like, I am, I cannot separate my work life and my regular, like, we know each other through work, bro. <laughs> like, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like I am so entangled in uh, societal ideals of like you need to work to support yourself and blah 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 you know these cookie cutter ideas that have been instilled in us from our culture um, and I'm kind of trying to undo a little bit of that and let myself have 
have fun and like see more I guess more of a more to life than that you know what I mean yeah and I like so okay I'm not gonna lie <laughs> she has an empty water glass in front of her and I had this whole thing I was about to say but I feel so <laughs> bad because she's been out of water since basically we started because <laughs> oh, it's so hot I'm chill okay <laughs> She's, like, looking inside the glass. There's nothing in okay, it. but it's, like, the light is reflecting, though, and it's, like... That makes sense. <laughs> you know? I have, to like, chimp brain, and it's just, like, you uh, know? I'm, so do I, because I just started feeling so bad about your lack of water, and then I just, like, lost all train of thought. Um, fuck, what were you saying? <laughs> um, productivity, not being everything, and money. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? There's, There's so, so much like... going on right now, y'all. Um, anyways, but... Yeah, because... I don't know like I I will say that because you and you do have to be a little realistic because okay I had this I think that you need to be careful with what you say sometimes because I a lot of the time I was trying to save face a little bit because I wasn't really making money but I was trying to pursue like my passions and I was like I would rather be happy and broke than rich and unhappy you know and because I, I do I still stand by that but I'm not but I'm also realistic in the sense I still want money because it it causes a lot of hardships, unfortunately, because we do live in a capitalistic society, and that sucks, but that's why there's a balance, but my yeah. thing is, is a lot of people don't have that balance, and even I'm still working on the balance, and that's fine, because I, for the last year of my life, I was kind of, well, I was balanced, I would, like, balance things all in the weird way, like, I didn't really have a job, and now they're running the other way, what the fuck, <laughs> anyways, but, like, I would be working, like, I also, like, a workaholic, and it might not be, it might seem weird, because, like, people, and this is a whole different topic that I, I want to talk on, maybe in a whole different episode, because, like, I feel like people, they see things, and the way they interpret it, it's, like, they don't give anyone else a chance to, like, they don't see it from anyone else's point of view but their own, and that shit pisses me off, but, whatever, anyways, we were, like, just talking about this, and it makes me so mad, but, like, thought bro i'm like losing my train of thought right now there's a lot of distractions and there's so much on. going on and my adhd is going off the roof right now um anyways but like okay we need to write it in what was i talking about um i don't know because no i'm distracted <laughs> fuck bro um okay oh last year so basically like i would work so fucking much and like it might not seem like it because okay i had like three different jobs i was working and, like, I was also maintaining a social life. And now, if you're in any one of those categories, it might not seem like I'm working that hard. Because, like, when I was in high school, like, okay, I was a manager at Sonic, right? I only worked 30 hours a week. And every other manager was pulling, like, 45, 50 hours. But I also had five, four other jobs at that time. You know what I'm saying? And, like, so at one job, I, as, it doesn't seem like I'm pulling enough for a manager. But I'm still working four other fucking jobs. Bro, what? Wait, yeah. four jobs? That's um, insane. I literally had problems. <laughs> that is, no, like, you're discrediting yourself as you're speaking. Like, it may not seem like a lot. But yes, it does. But that's, bitch, that's a lot. But that's what I'm saying, because, like, people don't, like, they don't ask questions. They don't, like, they don't give you an opportunity to, like, explain yourself sometimes. It's like, you see it as a, oh, she's only working 30 hours as a fucking manager. Like, how is she even promoted? And it's like, not only do I do, I, like, I was a good manager, and not only do I do a good job while I'm working, but it's like, but I physically cannot do that because I'm also working four other jobs. I can't pull 45, 50 hours like you do and go to high school and do, like, part-time college at the same time and have all the other jobs. And, and I was also continuing with my social life. Mm -hmm. And I was doing that last year, but instead of 
you know, working, like, I think I had three jobs last year, and, but I was also doing school, and, like, I was just doing a lot of things, and I wasn't pulling in, like, a lot of money, so people were like, you're not working hard enough, but at the same time, I was going 18 hours every day, like, that, like, I was working at Starbucks, I was tutoring, um, oh, fuck, I was definitely doing something else, but low-key don't remember, but, like, um, doing all that, and, like, also being a full-time student, paying your bills, keeping your social life and all these things I'm like that was difficult and like it's impossible to balance it all in a healthy way and that's what I'm saying in a healthy way and so like I would go from like I would take off so many weekends to like give myself you know like I'm like okay be happy and like you you know you don't have to work but then I'd be like fuck now I can't live because I haven't been working so then I'd go like the other way so it's all really just about like balancing it like the thing is is like you do gotta unfortunately in this society you have to be a little bit practical you need to pay your bills like you and or you don't you could be homeless and i'm not gonna judge you for that one either but like you can't complain about the situation if you you're the one that put yourself in it you know what i'm saying and i did that to myself a lot of the time like it's hard and like i have like a little room to like to complain because like college is crazy i think it's so stupid that you you can't like i couldn't afford to eat but it's like could i be like working more and everyone told me that they're like you you just need to work more and like less social time okay do you want me to fucking kill myself because i will like i need my social time i'm a social person and i'm sorry the job that i was at okay don't get me wrong i miss starbucks sometimes but i'm so glad i left that like i prefer where i'm working now much over starbucks not that starbucks is bad but it was just like i don't like being micromanaged and that's where it was and like so some people were like oh my god you only worked at this again just it all comes back to other people saying shit like they're like you only worked at starbucks for like four months i'm like because it was not a good fit for me like yeah and why would you stay any longer if it wasn't exactly so i'm like you just need to like really not let what other people say affect what you need to do but it's like make sure your bills are paid but like make sure that you're also feeding like your hobbies and your passions and your interests and the thing is is they can change like even if it's every fucking day that does not matter like some days i'm like oh my god i want to go paint so badly i suck at painting and if i would just spend some more time maybe i could get good at it but i don't because guess what tomorrow i don't really fucking care to go paint i want to go ride a horse is that completely different yeah but you know what actually so you though (laughs) just (laughs) random like "Mm, actually actually i'm done with that and like my mom used which and okay to be fair this is also kind of like totally fair on her part but like i'd always want to like change my room and you know that costs money and like you can't just like switch up your room constantly but she'd also get a little bit upset about me about it and i'm just like that's just who i am babe like (laughs) i i wish it was actually i don't wish it was different at the time i did i'm like i'm sorry like i i thought i thought it was because i was just not normal and like you might not be i don't know i also think normal is like literally just not something you can use because because it's gonna be different for everyone yeah like like i said the whole manifesting generators 34 percent of people are a manifesting generator but so for us normal is completely different than something else like there's reflectors and that's a really rare that's like the most rare of the five their normal is completely different than mine but it's like who who gets to like monopolize normal who gets to copyright that yeah because um i feel like the people that i consider to be just normal like the epitome of like that's a normal person right there like oftentimes those people think they're weird yeah you know yeah and i'm like i'm like if you're weird what the hell am i bro (laughs) literally and i'm like well because everyone's always like you're so abnormal and i'm like 
Why did you get to say that? Okay, no, I get that all the time, and I've been hearing literally from the time I was, like, a young child. As long as I can remember, you're, like, so weird. Sometimes in a bad way, sometimes in a good way. Like, oh, you're weird in a good way. Um, I've been hearing that ever since I was a kid. So, like, I just feel like that's been reinforced in my head. Like, I'm kind of a weird bitch, and there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But it kind of makes me mad when I, like, acknowledge that. People are like, oh, you just, you know, you're just quirky. You just want to be different. Like, no, I've been told this. Yeah. Over and over from the time, I, like, it, I didn't choose this, bro. Yeah, like, like it literally, you guys chose it for me. Like, you guys were the one that was saying I was quirky and different. So, my fucking bad when I'm actually quirky and different. I, yeah, like, like <laughs> I just, like, I'm tired of this weird social pressure where, like, like, I'm well aware that I'm a fucking weird person. Like, you know, not weird in a creepy ba- or bad way, but, like, I'm just a little bit different. But the second I acknowledge that, it's like, oh, well, she just wants to be, you know, she just wants to be different or she wants to be quirky. I'm so, I hate that. Yeah, I think my biggest thing is, like, you get you get called weird when your interests are, like, slightly, like, okay. I would say that normal, in my opinion, is probably, like, the people who, like, they go to school, they've got their job, and they're, like... They just have, like, average lives. Not... Okay, and again, I don't... This is also average in my sense, so I don't want to say, like... I'm not saying any of this to be like, you're fucking average, bro. But, like... (laughs) But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't... I feel like they don't really have hobbies that they really pursue and that they're really passionate about because, like, I don't know. I feel like if you really start... If you really like your, like, your hobby, besides, like, fucking, like, football, you know, sports don't really... Okay, sports count, but I feel like you don't get called weird if you really like your sport sports someone said this to me the other day sports are the only thing that you can be like weirdly super passionate about and not get judged for it yeah exactly so what i'm saying is is like okay imagine poetry was a sport then you wouldn't be called weird anymore. yeah you know what i'm saying but the fact that you're so passionate and you you're so adamant about poetry you're considered weird but yeah well and meanwhile there are people that are memorizing these plays and these players and these different uh teams like stats and sh- i don't know i'm not a sports girl yeah all this shit dating back to the 80s and like collecting you know merch for different teams and investing so much money and i'm like okay that to me that's like a hyper fixation yeah that's much weirder than my occasional little poem writing like no literally <laughs> like but it's just socially well, accepted. And, okay also like baseball cards Okay, what is that's, that? that's not weird, but Pokemon cards are weird. Is that not the same fucking thing? Yeah, like, yeah, okay, um, okay, binge watching, um, like, reality TV shows or, like, certain Netflix shows is, like, pretty, like, socially acceptable. Like, that's accepted as normal. But if it's anime, you're a fucking anime freak. Yeah. And it's, like, I... And I actually, I know this, like, firsthand because I know a lot of people, like, in my life that, like, they don't feel comfortable talking about anime and I'm, like... Listen, like, okay, personally, I don't watch anime. Do I think that there's any, like, and I've heard that the storylines are honestly so much better. I just have never been, like, a car, and I know they're not cartoons, but they remind me of cartoons, which is why I can't watch them. I don't really watch cartoons either. I can't watch, like, I started watching Inside Job. That's the first cartoon. I've never watched Rick and Morty. I've never watched Family Guy. I've just, and I'm sorry, but I've just never been into cartoons like that. And I'm like, but there's nothing wrong with anime. Yeah, there's just this weird stigma, which honestly I get it, because, like, like there's definitely like the the creepiest person you know probably watches anime this like, <laughs> is coming from someone who enjoys anime like i i understand like yeah. it definitely draws in some 
there's questionable some... people. But, like, honestly, I do feel like anime has such a terrible, like, rep. rep. Yeah. Yeah. And there's shit like that. Like, there's just certain things that are, for some reason, socially acceptable, and certain things that, for some reason, are not. And it just reaffirms in my head, like, I am never going to fit into this weird cookie-cutter lifestyle that I just don't understand. Yeah. And I'm too tired to even try to understand <laughs> Well, and you know what's also crazy to me? Like, think about actors and actresses. Like, these people, they literally lead, like, read lines on a play, or on a, like, story, mm-hmm. and they become a whole different person. And we're gonna tell people that put a tail on them that, that they're weird. Yeah, because okay, now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, they're weird because they're they're trying to act like something else. But, like, we, like, fantasize about becoming an actor and actress, and it's literally just becoming a whole different person over and over again. No, yeah, because I promise <laughs> that, like, Timothy Chalamet or, like, any of these, like, big actors, like... Well, that... Okay, wait, pause. That reminds me, like, theater kids get a lot of shit, which, like, I don't... You know, like, the theater kids... There's, there's just a lot of jokes about theater kids. Yeah. Theater kids, like, I wouldn't say that's, like, the socially acceptable... You know, like, there's generally kind of a negative connotation with theater kids. But every actor or actress that people I idolize and obsess over... That's literally a theater kid. That's literally... That is an overgrown theater kid. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. It, which just kind of goes to show that it's honestly the weird people that pave the way for society to progress. Um, and the weird people, like, inspire the normal people. Yeah. The normal people don't want to admit it. Yeah. But... That's so... It, yeah. It, that is... It's true. Like, every iconic, like, celebrity or scientist or... Like, Albert Einstein. Do you think Albert Einstein was, like, socially... Yeah, no, literally. Popular? Probably not. Like, honestly, <laughs> we're doing the hard work for you guys. Like, you're welcome. Yeah, like, not to lean into the whole, like, weird... You know, like, I'm, I'm really not... Normal's I'm not boring. Tr- trying to have, <laughs> no, like, I was so clear. Like, it's, I don't have, like, a complex about it, but I do just, like... I feel like I spend a lot of time witnessing different and unconventional people just get shit on by yeah. other people but it's so like, much but like it's and it, it sucks because like literally being that person like i experienced firsthand being like called weird and like okay but i also have people like they're also like i've never thought you were weird like, so i have like i have i've had both sides to that story because i'm like i notice when i'm in with certain groups like i feel like i can't behave like normal because i know that they're just gonna judge me for it even though there's nothing wrong with me and that's when like when I realize I'm doing that, I will, like, I, like, shut that down, like, immediately. Because I'm, like, who, who, like, if they're going to judge you for that, then they're obviously not a part of, like, your actual friend group. And they obviously, yeah. like, I'm very big on, like, you can tell when people are open-minded. Oh, my God, guys. Breaking news. The truck's about to leave. Finally. <laughs> after, like, how long? I, I think it's been at least 20 minutes. At least, yeah. it is, He's been starring for this entire episode. <laughs> it's been me, Madeira, and Writer.com over here. <laughs> um, anyways, but... Like, I just, I don't know. I think it's crazy because I'm like, I do things that aren't normal and I get called so much shit for it. And then I watch the same people who call, like, who give me shit about it. Little bit down the line, they're following that. Yes. And it's like, you're just doing it quietly. And it's like, and that's fine. Here's my thing. If you don't want to, like, if you don't want to be that person, that's fine. That's why there's people built like me and you. Like, and I'm not being like, oh, you're fucking welcome, but, like, kind of. <laughs> like, 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 sometimes, like, I feel like we have shit, like, just put on our back, and we have to do so much for people, and it's like, wow, we were really yelling, because that was so loud. <laughs> we were. I'm, like, kind of praying for their eardrums right now, but anyways, but, like, 
we have to really like take so much crap from everyone just to follow what we want to do just for everyone to piggyback off of us well and here's the thing um who i've noticed this like the same people that judge the hell out of me will oftentimes like when we're alone together or like later on down the line Mm -hmm. they will say stuff to me along the lines of they actually felt very safe being themselves around me yeah yeah that's so that's so big they're always like i just feel so comfortable like i think that's because whenever you're around someone who's very open-minded and non-judgmental you can tell and those are the people who are like and like i say this because okay i'm not gonna lie and i need to get out of this mindset but i always feel like conceited when i say things about this like like this about myself but it's because i've been told and i'm like and i also know the kind of person i am so i'm like it's true but like i don't I'm not a judgy person because I try to be as open-minded as possible. Sometimes I, sometimes I have my moments, but that's usually when I'm like, oh shit. Like I'm like, I'm conforming to like social standards right now. And like, and I realize I'm like, oh my bad. Like, I don't know. My thing is, is like, I don't know. Cause like at work, do you feel like you are like written off as weird? Um, yeah, (laughs) for sure. Like we've talked about this and I feel like she like, she's just like written herself off as weird. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I feel like if I... That could also be seen. I think that maybe you're... She, okay, like I've ta- I've said before, like, Madeira is, like, the sweetest, most wholesome person I've ever met. And, like, she's just, like, every day is a great day. Like, and she's always so positive. And, like, I think I'm just more, like... And this is crazy because I'm, like, a very outgoing... But... And then, like, people are going to be, like, no way that she's actually... But I'm a bit quieter, I feel like. And, like, I don't know why, but whenever I get to work, I'm just... I'm tired. And I, I'm giving all my energy to my tables. But Madeira's like, oh my god, guys, this is a great day. And I feel like she gets m- labeled w- more as weird, even though I feel like we're so similar. And I'm like, and I might be considered weird. I don't know. I don't really talk to, I don't really ask people that. But like, well, I also, well, sometimes I'll say kind of like random out of pocket shit because like, I don't really care. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm there with a bunch of like 19 year olds. Like, <laughs> do you think I give a fuck? Yeah. Uh, you know? Um, no. Okay. Honestly, when I first started working at our restaurant, like, people, did not fuck with me that much like they were like what is this girl's deal because i was <laughs> i was very friendly and i think they were just weirded out by that because i didn't know anyone but i'd come and i'd be like hello good morning to everyone and i think people just they're not used to that yeah um which is crazy they, it's also the midwest so i'm like you think you would be i know well i'm from a small town where it's like that's that is so normal yeah yeah and springfield to me is like a city and i don't, I don't know i think i just people did not know what to do with that they didn't know what to do with the kind of over friendliness which i which also sorry side note why is kindness considered weird i don't know like i don't know if i like said i don't know i still i don't really care at this point but um at this point i feel like i'm in that environment people know that i'm weird but they kind of love that about me and like you know i i do feel very accepted and loved in that environment but like there's it's very different than how it used to feel for me. Yeah. Well, my thing is I also, I, and I've never considered her weird. I just feel like, I just don't think she's appreciated it in the way that she should be. And I think that that's how I've always felt. What, like, knowing Madeira is I was just like, uh, it took me, okay. Well, I guess that's, so she did say a lot of, like, out of, like, out of pocket <laughs> shit. And I was like, so I was just like, I didn't, I sometimes have to, like, get to know her. Because, like, her energy was really good. And, like, I would say for, like, half a second maybe I had that, like, you know, like, society standard of being like maybe she's weird but i was like i just don't feel like that's the case and that was also me shutting it down because i'm like sometimes i feel like which one of the other co-workers that we have like she's like there's impulsive thoughts and intrusive thoughts like an impulsive thoughts like you know like oh i would just randomly want to smack this cup off the table for no reason but like yeah. i just have it intrusive thoughts are like the ones that you don't really like 
you don't like you wouldn't actually like agree with but they're in your head anyways Mm -hmm. so I feel like that might have been like how I saw that and I always shoot it down I'm like no that's like not how I feel and then hanging out with Madeira I was like she's just she's not weird like at all and I never considered her weird maybe unless it was like for like half a second but like and that was like one of those intrusive thoughts that I didn't like think about but like I feel like I was just like wow like she's so nice and she's so kind and she like She's so unapologetically herself. And so she's just like a misunderstood and underappreciated person. But it's not weird. Like, and I just think that there's a difference in that. And I'm like, and I think specifically, like, I get labeled weird sometimes and like a doormat because I'm fucking kind. And I could see the doormat a little bit. But I also, like, I don't really feel like sometimes, like, I do think that you need to have healthy boundaries. But like, kindness should not be labeled as weird. Like, I'm sorry that you don't think manners are like acceptable. But I do, and I... I Okay, and here's an... Yeah, I I agree with you on that. I also want to say, like, I'm I'm partial to, like, that kind of, like, the kind of kindness that throws people off. Like, the kind of kindness that you find in, specifically, like, in a bathroom at a bar where all Mm -hmm. the girls are drunk and they're all complimenting each other and hyping each other the fuck up. Um, which, okay, you're underage, so I just remembered that. I'm sorry. But, like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, there's yeah. the same thing at, like, a frat party or something. Like, the girls are just wasted. And we're all complimenting each other. Like, you've never met before. You don't even know each other's name. But you're like, oh my God, your dress is so gorgeous. Like, I love you. I love your nose and your hair. You're the difference amazing. is, like, alcohol had to bring it out of them. Yeah, I do think that we're all innately like that. But there's this weird social pressure to not be like that. And that's so I don't shit. get. I like I don't get that at all because I'm like, like yeah, because like when we're drunk and about, like, okay, like if I'm gonna be honest here, and I don't know if this can get like demonetized because I am underage, but like, <laughs> we all know, Whatever. we all know. Anyways, but like yeah, when you're in a bath, like, and it's it, I just hate that it takes people being drunk sometimes to bring that out, and I'm like, because I don't feel like like when I get, when I get drunk, <laughs> like it's like, it's just me, just a little bit more expressive, like. And I feel like that is how for everyone, but sometimes it, like, it really takes down people's boundaries sometimes, and, like, Mm. it it has to, like, let them be kind. And I I don't get that, because I'm like... Yeah, people need some kind of excuse to be kind and and to be themselves. Like, they need permission to do that. But I have found that I'm going to say some kind of profound shit right now. When you act like yourself, when you are your most authentic self in a group setting, that gives other people permission the permission they need to also be their authentic selves and so it may be uncomfortable and my god it is like seriously and i'm yeah i'm a veteran at this like i seriously but i i decided a few years ago in my little philosophical mind like i am tired of conforming to these weird social cues and boundaries that i don't understand i'm going to commit to being my authentic self even if it's awkward even if it's uncomfortable. And you know what? That has done me a lot of favors. And, and I, I respect you for that because I think that, like, that's, that's like, what I've been, like, thinking about. And I think... Because, like, literally, I've had someone... Okay, I can't sing for shit. I want to. I want to so bad. And I think I've probably saw, talked about this literally on this podcast before. Like, that, if that was, like, one thing God could have blessed me with, he did not. And it makes me so mad. And But I don't care. Like, driving... Like, at night, like, therapeutic drives are my favorite thing to do, right? Like, that is the most therapeutic thing I could do. And I'm going to sing loud as fuck. And I know it's bad. And I don't care. And I want people to also, like, 
here's the thing because that used to be me I used to be in the back and I wouldn't really sing loud because I was like I know it's bad and I don't want anyone to hear me and like it'd be really awkward and I was like you know what fuck that like I'm gonna have the time of my life and I want people to feel safe to do it too and which some part of me wasn't like actually thinking about it but then later I kind of realized I think that's kind of started happening because I noticed a lot more with like a lot of my friends like my little sister and like my adopted little sister like they didn't used to really sing that loud and then they got to the point that they were singing and I was like wait like this is so cute there it is yeah and one of my best one of my best friends we actually have like matching um tattoos and literally he he like we were on a trip back from like a spontaneous trip to new orleans we were on our way back and he like had to like stop the music for a second he's like i just like want to let you know like i really appreciate the fact that like i don't know i feel like we went on so many drives and you you just always sing like your heart out and I, that sounds so gross <laughs> but like he, he was like but I never used to do that until now and like I feel so comfortable when I'm with you to do that and I'm like this and like this is like every single time someone tells me that I'm like this is exactly why I do this it's like one of those things I'm like it's so uncomfortable it's so embarrassing for me but I'm like it it's rewarding in the long run yeah and I'm like and it's also like the more I do it the less embarrassed I get because I'm like mm-hmm. you know what I know that I, I suck at singing, but guess what? I already know it, so you telling me is literally not going to affect me. I'm going to be like, okay, Anne, like, if it's really that bad, put some fucking ear, earplugs in, you know? Or don't go on the drive with me. Yeah, especially because it's your car. Yeah, like, I'm like, <laughs> it, this is my space, bro. Now, yeah, if it's your man. car and you're like, girl, it's really bad and you're, like, cringing me out, I'll be like, okay, like, I'll, I'll quiet down for you, like, out of respect. That's a hater, for you. though. No, literally. Well, I'll know that, and that's the last time I go on a drive with yeah. you. Like, I'm sorry. If you can't handle my shit, then you shouldn't be here for it like i've also noticed this phenomenon of the people that are like let i don't know i'll be my silly little self in (laughs) in a group setting and like maybe people don't like acknowledge that um they i don't know like they don't really say anything about it or like they'll act kind of judgmental but then they'll slowly start catching on and they'll slowly start doing it like my uh like I'm gonna I'm gonna draw upon the restaurant that we work at, for example, as just just kind of an example of this, because we have that in common. But like my lingo, my yeah. weird lingo has seeped into the vocabulary of everyone in that restaurant. Yeah. Like sticky little sauce girl. <laughs> like Yeah. That was you? Um, oh, I started that yeah. like two years ago. That's bro. so funny, yeah. Um, like I'd the, be saying that all the time. Yeah, like the weird shit that I say, like people catch on to that. Like they they, I don't know if they even realize it, but they'll be saying shit to me or like they'll bring up some weird thing that I said months ago. Yeah. And like they may judge me for that in the moment, but then they'll be like, that was funny. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I know it was. <laughs> you just were in denial. Yeah, you were a second. Okay, I see. I feel like I'm not like a big person on like lingo, but I do notice because like some, it's rare. I'm the kind of person I adapt every, like I adopt everyone's lingo, like mm-hmm. so bad. And I don't mean to. It just comes out in my, like, I'm just surrounded by so many people that have their own lingo. And, like, you can tell. Like, I would come home from, like, summers where, like, I was, like, hanging out with one, one of my old roommates. Shout out Gavin. Um, I forget. I'm not supposed to be shouting about Well, you're getting a shout out anyways. But I would be around him so much. And he would say, like, slay and period and shit. And I would go home. And everyone there is, like, you've had, you said slay and, like, 20 times in the last two minutes okay that one's addicting though. i know i know and i was like oh my god like i i, I can't help it i've been around him for so long 
And then I come back, and, like, at this point, now we're roommates. And, you know what I'm throwing around? Bro and bruh, because that's where I've been. And they're like, no, you're not. You cannot be a bruh girl. And I'm like, fuck, dude. And I am. I am. And I'm sorry, guys, but I am a bro and bruh girl. But I'm also a slay and period girl, so. If it, you can wear many hats. You can be multifaceted. The shit that comes out of my mouth will sound either, like, like the most hick person you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I always say y'all, and they're like, oh, um, no, not the y'all. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I say, I say, like, just some of the weirdest. Like, I'm trying to think of some. I just say kind of cr- intentionally cringy things, and then like I can't stop saying them. Like, oh, <sighs> it's so funny. She's on it like blue bonnet. Oh like. my gosh, she says that so much, and I. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so funny though because she like leans into it, like she knows. So, um, really funny story. <laughs> Apparently caps out on an hour. So, uh, you guys are getting a two for one right now. And I'm going to upload this at the same time. Um, <laughs> we, okay. were, we were mid-combo and we just look over and we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where it cut off. But we were talking about, like, lingo. And um, it brought me to talking about this guy at work. And I love him so much. But, like, the stuff that I say definitely makes him cringe. And as it should. Like, it's... <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're homies, though. But yeah. I'll say something. He's like, Jesus Christ, Madeira. It's so funny. But um, anytime he would, for a while there, anytime he would hand me, like, my food or, like, whatever I need, I'd be like, thanks, pork chop. Oh. <laughs> and it just stuck. And to this day, I call this poor kid pork chop. That is so funny. Poor guy. But, I mean, now it's just, I, is that what he saved in my phone as? That Actually, would- I don't think it is. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, like. I don't even know how that, what that, what we were even talking about with that, but, um, I guess my lingo, like, sticks yeah. in that restaurant. Like, if you, if you have that kind of weird, pervasive influence, it'll, it'll be just shit like that. Yeah. You know? And I like it. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, see, okay, I was saying, because I don't really, I don't really have, like, like I said, I adopt lingo. I don't feel like I really, like, put it out. But I notice when I do, because sometimes I, like, I'll randomly just have something of my own that I just, like, start saying, like, chi for, like audios like i say certain things and like whenever i hear people start using it i'm like wait this is weird because it's usually the other way around like i start i say their shit it feels so good it does i'm like no i I see you like you are using my shit right now however i want to go off of this because i was talking about like bro and bruh (laughs) i hate that stereotype because like literally because i was okay i'm sorry i i had a little hookup moment the other night and i was calling him I said something about bro. I was like, okay, bro. And he's like, okay, I see this little anti-feminist movement. And I was like, whoa. No, uh-huh. he's not. Yes, he did. And I was like, no. I, and then I was like, well, I'm probably one of the most feminist people you know. And he was like, okay, this is getting real bad real fast. And no. I, was like, I was like, listen, okay, I don't, I, here's the thing. I think I can use bro and bruh just like. It's a word. I call yeah. people bro all the time. I'm sorry. But I, I like it. It's, there's a way that it like rolls off your tongue. It's like, bro. Like. I oh, just, come on. Yeah. yeah, bro, come on, like, bro, and like you just say it, and I'm like, I'm not trying to be a bro, a bro, girl, in the cringy way, in the cringy way, <laughs> but like, and I, I probably am in the cringy way because I'm just a cringy person, but I don't care, but like at the same time, I'm still gonna be pulling out the sleigh, period, like, queen, yeah, shit. okay, like people polarize that stuff too much, like people yeah. love putting women into either like, you're either a bra girl, or you're a sleigh girl, and there's no in between. But guess what, bitch? I'm both and neither at the same time. Yeah. And a secret third thing. Like, <laughs> I just, like, that doesn't... Literally. I'm, I don't subscribe to that. You can say and do and think whatever you want, and it doesn't have to be, you know, in one specific box or label. I, I just don't yeah. like that. Oh, and I will say, okay, 
I will say one of my lingos is Miss something. Like, I call you Miss Madeira. And I caught on to doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, just thinking that. I have been doing that recently, and it's so bad. Like, I call, and I call guys, too. I go, hey, Miss Girl. And they're like, girl? And I'm like, go with it. Like, you are Miss Girl. Everyone is Miss Girl. And, like, sometimes I'll put it in, like, Miss. it's always Miss Madeira. Like, instead of Miss Girl. Wait, did you start doing that, or did I start doing that? That's a great question. I literally don't know, because I've been doing that. I've been doing it for a while, but maybe... Maybe we both started doing it. At the same time. Just yeah. one day. We just or here's the thing. it might She might have done it like one time and it was just integrated or it was the opposite. I have no idea. But I will note, like I've noticed that like that is like my saying I say to everyone. And it's so funny because like I hear it at home or I hear it at work. And then like someone will say like miss something. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I feel like it's just like I want to like it would be so funny if we could like actually like trademark our words. And then just see, like, it's like a floating emoji next to her head. Like, who trademarked it? Yes. It was like, okay, I feel like it was. It's a sexy even drug. Oh. <laughs> not, not the man, the though. Prolonged eye contact. <laughs> Sorry, I thought your truck was sexy. Not you, though. Um, <laughs> so many trucks today. Anyways. Um. Anyway. Yeah, no, it was especially like that last summer. I feel like it was just so many things I said just bled into the vocabulary of everyone there. Because it was such, like, it was a very cohesive, like, close-knit group of people last year in a yeah. way that... I mean, like, I, I love everyone we work with now, but it's not quite the same. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, I really like observing groups of people. Yeah, And seeing stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, like, whenever you're like, okay, I, this, and this, may, and this is also, it makes me look weird. And I don't care. But, like, when you're out at a club, or just, like, I don't know, at, like, a cafe or something, like, we're here. But, like... If you just, like, listen to, like, people and their conversations, and I know that sounds creepy, and I guess it kind of is a little bit, but, like, the lingo that they throw around and their inside jokes, it makes no sense to you. But to me, I love that because I'm, like, it's crazy that, like, these people have, like, their own, like, like, we live in our own bubbles. And it's, yeah. like, it kind of bursts your bubble a little bit when you're, like, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what they're yes. What are they throwing around right now? I'm so confused. <laughs> I can never be normal about a f- any friend group or environment that I'm in because I'm always going to psychoanalyze the, dam- the dynamics no, <laughs> so much. Like, at, I'm going to draw upon work again because this is our thing that we have in common. Like, I brought in the term girl boss that is used mm-hmm. there. Like, that is entirely my fault. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, it's okay. We, we love a girl boss moment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's, it is what it is. Someone brought in like pussy slay. I was about to say, I, yeah. I don't know who, I don't know who, but like, I was like girl boss, pussy slay. I might've been Sophie. I think it was. And then we had Tommy with the, Hey boss, like Bro, whatever. We're throwing all of their names out yeah. right now. <laughs> Just doxing them too. Let's do it. Yeah, no, for real. Tommy's never fucking listening Tommy, to this. Tommy, he's fine. But uh, <laughs> that man, he, okay, this man, I don't understand his lingo at all. He fucking calls us Smurf, Smurfette. He and calls, he, calls, he calls me Grimace. <laughs> and I, I don't get every time I'm there. I'm probably like 60 years old at this point because he's always like, happy birthday, Grimace. What the fuck, Every bro? day, he'll send it into the group chat. Yeah. He's sending like, uh, it's like, he has the Smurf game on his on his phone. He'll send in screenshots, or he'll put the Smurf filter on and be like, "This is Madeira today." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" Um, <laughs> I know, like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I feel like his brain is just constant like acid trip. And I'm not saying he's on acid, but like, when he talks to us, that's what I, I feel like I am. When I talk to him. Yeah, I'm like, who's, who's on acid? You or me? <laughs> and, and we love him, and we love him so much. I want to be so clear on that. Yeah, um, it's, so it's just he just brings in that dynamic, but um. Yeah, it's just really interesting to see what everyone in a given group of people brings to the table, what habits they bring, what vocabulary. What, yeah. uh, if I really like someone, I will start adapting to their vocal inflections and the way that they talk. 
Yeah, that's and yeah, not I, even just the stuff that they say. I literally because okay, Sophie in particular, because she's always like, bro, like <laughs> in that exact tone and that look too. Yeah, and you see me do, and I like when I was hanging out with her a lot, I'd be like, bro. <laughs> like it's so funny and you notice when people do it like you're like oh that's where that's from that's yeah and like i'll like i'll see i'll watch people pick it up too from people that i know and i'm like i know exactly who you got that from and it's so funny because i'm just like i love seeing it on different people because it's like it's the same thing but it's like also different because it's on a different person you know what i'm saying and it's weird humans are such imitative creatures and i feel like the people that you imitate and um it gives a really good insight um, as to who you really like and who you really admire. Why does everyone make direct eye contact with us as they go by? Well, I don't know. Um, We're having a threesome with this computer right now, so they're really intrigued. Sh- yeah, yes. <laughs> Dear God. So, Jesus, that was probably a really <laughs> absurd way to say that. Um, uh, but no, um, yeah, I just think the things that people say and like the way that they... Another truck is going by. No intense eye contact, but there was a girl on the passenger side, so yeah. it's fine. But, okay. Um, (laughs) There's a lot going on right now. Um, Again. um, Yeah, sorry. It's just like really awkward, like filming a podcast in public sometimes. Like, I know. Shit, we're like really doing this right now. We're we're, like really doing this. But I do, I should probably wrap it up because it's technically supposed to come out in like three minutes. So (laughs) I gotta make sure I go. Okay. (laughs) But ultimately, moral of the story, guys, just remember to be like authentic. And like, and I know I've said it before and like listen to yourself, but like genuinely, like, it this comes back to like you know love yourself first and i you know i had that like expectations and like featuring self-love episode but it really does come back to that like you're so amazing what like fuck oh it sounds so crazy <laughs> fuck societal standards but it's so true genuinely because- like for realsies <laughs> like, <laughs> i haven't heard that in so long for realsies guys i don't know what i haven't said that in probably 10 years but, but like <laughs> hey it, it's it works um it's it's going with the episode but like genuinely guys like just do what you want and like remember at the end of the day your opinion is the only one that matters and if if anyone has anything to say against it well that is their prerogative and guess what again it doesn't pertain to you or your life and it's not going to affect you so um, if you want to dye your hair pink or cut it off, then you should do that. Do it for the plot. Or if you want to shake your pants, also do that. You know? I mean, that's a natural, like... I, I would, like, don't do that around me, but, like... <laughs> I mean, it's a deterrent from people. If you don't want to see people, shake your pants. And it, it'll work, too. And you might be considered weird, but it, it works really well. Okay, anyways, this is getting... <laughs> I, and now I now have two minutes to upload. So we're going to get off. Um, but I'm so glad to be back, and... Um, thanks, Nadira, for coming. Thank you for having me. Uh, anytime. Okay, I've really got to go. Bye, all. We love you. I'll see you next week. <laughs>